0: Lorato Tsekeng joins us, who's founder of Decode Communications and uh, social commentator. How are you on this wonderful Wednesday, Lorato?
1: I'm very well, Asanda. Good morning to you and to the listeners.
0: How would you handle a situation like that? You are performing artist, very famous. You know people love you, but also you don't know that people can be inappropriate in that way. Someone grabs your face and kisses you while you are performing. I, I, I think
1: you know, it's one of those things that uh, one, it's about anticipating and, and hoping that they never happen. But when they do, and if that person has some sort of, uh, you know, insisting conduct, uh, then I guess something must happen to them. Uh, but, you know, and I guess it's in the fanaticism, right, where generally when people, I've seen with, you know, when you're at a stadium uh, and st- when, when your team scores, strangers hug you and you celebrate together. So, So, so I just think in the heat of the moment, some of these things happen but if people you know if they go beyond a certain line then i think uh, it's it it warrants an action but if it was just a sense of you know you can just tell them this was a moment of rush of blood to the head uh, i would uh, dismiss it
0: all right let's talk Mm -hmm. today uh, first trending topic is hashtag senzo may you trial so the latest now being advocate zandi lem shololo Who's dropped uh, her bid to have the second docket disclosed? So she had argued previously that she did not know about the second docket, and she wanted it to be captured by the court. So now she's dropped this bid.
1: Yes, uh, Advocate Mushalolo is representing Fisokuchen Duli, one of the five accused, and uh, you know in, in, again, you know one of those trials that has had you know many ups and downs. Uh, you know, w- w- with no end in sight. One was hoping that as the trial resumed uh, this time, you know, th- we would then move, uh, or at least there would be movement uh, w- w- with Sergeant Musia taking the, sta- the, the, uh, taking the stand again, where now a lot of the evidence was going to be around uh, the, the uh, late uh, Sergeant Ngove, N- N- right, and the mm. statements uh, that-, that he had made. Of course, uh, you know, before advocate before uh, uh, recused himself, uh, as, as the, the advocate for the four other accused, one of the issues that he had raised was the issue of the second docket, uh, uh, during, which uh, had been reported to have had, uh, you know, uh, other people uh, that are not the current accused, and those people included a uh, uh, former girlfriend of Senzo Meiyo, Kumalo, uh, Kelly's mother, Kelly's sister Zandile, uh, uh Zandile's boyfriend, Longetwala, boyfriend, and and, and uh, two uh, two friends uh, of uh, two friends of Senzo, mm-hmm. right? And, and it, it sounded uh you, you know like something that was from the movies where you have one same uh, South African police service uh, but two parallel investigations that were, that were going. And of course, uh, you know when the when the trial resumed uh, advocate Mishorolo put it to, to, to the judge that uh, her client was being prejudiced by the information that was in the in that docket that had not been shared with her, therefore her his constitutional right being trampled upon. But of course, uh, you know, with the proceedings of the courts and, and that is why one of the things that I advocate for in this lit- litigation is that, you know, I think they are very helpful to us as, uh, uh, you know, ordinary citizens. Uh, understanding the process. Of course, they can be quite confusing because they are also uh, too lengthy, but the understanding is that uh, advocating Shololo and the the, the prosecutor uh, after meeting with uh, the judge in chambers, Judge Maumela, then there was a decision for uh, advocating Shololo to, to drop uh, this case, which therefore means that she's now going to be con- continuing with uh, the cross-examination and not now necessarily bringing in this element around uh, the the, the uh, second docket. But I think the, the interesting thing, or at least if you look at the social media chatter, a number of uh, uh, themes have been running across. Right, one people still hail advocate that therefore for having raised the issue, uh, right, because some of them still believe that. Uh, the, the occupants in the house in that on that fateful evening should actually, you, you know, uh, come in and and st- uh, uh, stand uh, or at be cross-examined. The second uh, scene that, that, that was uh, oh. right, a part of running commentary was on, uh, you know, how this state uh, the, the uh, national prosecuting uh, authority seems to be quite inept in how they deal with how they deal with these issues because uh, last week sometime uh, they were now ready to deal with, with with the matter while previously they had said that uh, that uh, docket ought not to be here because they have put a case against the current uh, five accused so it's going to be interesting to see uh, how it, it then proceeds from here on
0: So, Judge uh, Maumela, as being reported, saying that it was uh, they weren't certain about the need for this previous application, saying it wouldn't really help the case. The second docket uh, being uh, captured by the court, does it say that this could be hearsay? The second docket Uh, is it hearsay evidence in your view?
1: So, I I, I suspect it is. It is uh, difficult to arrive at that conclusion that it is hearsay. Until and and I think you know we've seen with these uh, cases that have uh, had uh, or at least been about public interest, but also have received a lot of media coverage and reportage. Right, that when, whenever we get these blow-by-blow reports, we then get to understand uh, one that uh, certain information that may have given us the sense that it was speculative. There is now a sense of it is either effect of fiction, right? Mm. And, 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 and until, uh, you, you know, there is some, one, you know, uh, cross-examination, uh, two, uh, the, the, the witnesses themselves give us their own accounts of uh, what they know, they have seen, what they also don't know, we are then, we can only then make, uh, you, you know, a relatively better informed uh, uh, conclusion about whether it's hearsay or, or not.
0: Okay, let's take a short break. We'll go on to other court matters. Uh, talking hashtag Jacob Zuma. Uh, right after this, we're still within trending news with Luradu Seking, founder of uh, Decode Communications and social commentator.
1: Trending news right now.
0: That break takes us to twenty minutes past four. Then, as we continue with uh, trending news, talking hashtag Jacob Zuma. Now, so uh, Zuma lodges a uh, private prosecution proceedings against Downer and journalists. This, Following a criminal complaint that he opened, uh, former President Zuma, in October last year against Downer for allegedly leaking his medical records. This is in connection to that.
1: Yes. Uh, so, so uh, you, you know, it's seemingly President Jacob Zuma, uh, you know, is one of those that is uh, teaching South Africans that while, uh, you, you know, some may have lost faith or at least may not have a lot of faith. In the justice system, he's uh, definitely proving to all of us that uh, when you believe that there is injustice that is needed against you, you should be able to use the criminal justice system or at least the justice system, uh, you know, uh, to to uh, prove your case, to put your case uh, to the courts. And in this case, uh, you know, he was uh, after he was arrested uh, uh, last year uh, in the escort uh, Correctional Services, oh. we know that he had served only two months of the 15-month uh, uh, jail sentence where he was serving, where, where he was serving for uh, having been in contempt of the the court. And uh, what then, then subsequently happened is they claimed that, uh, you, you know, then there was a report in, in the, one of the media outlets, News 24, and the claim was that uh, they had been, that uh, medical report had been leaked and uh, the Jacob Zuma Foundation, yeah, therefore, you know, had put it to the National Prosecuting uh, Authority that it, the leak came from them through uh, advocate uh, Bill Downer, uh, the, the, the senior counsel, counsel from the NPA. Of course, the NPA dismissed that. And because of that dismissal, they therefore requested that if they are not willing to prosecute, therefore, uh, the, the, president, the, the Jacob Zuma Foundation would like to have the opportunity to go for public prosecutions, uh, something which you know, you know, at least in the in the recent public uh, discourse has been, uh, you know, being uh, pro- uh, called promoted and uh, publicized a lot by AfriForum, where we know that they've taken a few cases uh, under the public prosecution uh, process. One, some of it uh, successfully so, and in the case uh, they are charging a Billy Downer SC for one leaking the information. Two, they are then charging uh, a current man who's a, a legal uh, writer for News24 for having, uh, you, you know, uh, in medical information without permission. And we know that by law, uh, medical medical records, uh, you, you know, one should only be held by the medical officer and the patient. And if you have them, it should be it should be by one permission from the patient uh, or two when the the records have been subpoenaed. Uh, been subpoenaed by the court, and in this case, uh, none of those two conditions, uh, uh, you, you know, uh, f- found themselves to to, to, to be true. Uh, and again, uh, interestingly, SANEF, uh, the South African National Editors Forum, came to have, have come to uh, have come to Karen Mon's defence. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, looking at it from more from a principal point of view, they are raising the issue that. This is a, a bullying uh, and intimidation tactic on the media in general, and of course, uh, specifically uh, to, to, to to Karen Mon. Again, it's one of those that, you, you know, uh, only when it's uh, because, we, you know, now it's more of a public spectacle more than anything, you know, with uh, Jimmy Mani, the spokesperson of the Jacob Zuma Foundation, uh, making the, you know, having the press briefing, uh, indicating that the summons had been served to both Downer and, and Karen Mon. Uh, for me, I think we should not read anything of it now, right? We mm. must uh, only when it sits. Of course, Sanders, uh, it's within its rights to raise these issues uh, early on. Uh, of course, you know, uh, again, it is divided. So when you look at the uh, social media chatter, there, there seems to be a division between those who support President Jacob Zuma. But also who feel that he has been a victim of the of the media, or you know the media has been victimising him. And Karen Mon and News 24 in particular has been leading the assault. And there are those who believe that President Jacob Zuma, uh, you know, ought to serve uh, his sen ought to serve his sentence, and you know, almost overlooking the fact that there was a breach, and which in my view this should never be allowed. Where you know, if you allow for. Uh, people to have access to medical records where we know that it's not supposed to be it's a criminal uh, it's a criminal offense we may be setting a bad precedence
0: yeah mm. okay mm. well as you say let's not read too much into it because then i would ask what would this mean for Downer's integrity and merit as the state's lead prosecutor in the zuma and uh, arms deal corruption trial uh, but as you say there are those who are behind uh, downer the npa and those who are behind the journalist as well uh, the uh, South African uh, Editors Forum. Let's uh, talk about hashtag life now. Proceedings there in terms of the inquest. They've hit another snag. The key witness and former Gauteng Health Director Makabo uh, Manamela failed to pitch on Tuesday.
1: The, 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 this is what one other sad process uh, Asanda because you, you, you know uh, considering that this tragedy happened as far back as 2016, but importantly, mm. uh, the you know the inquest was meant to start back in on on, on the, the 19th of July in, in, in 2021, right? Uh, you know, we literally it, it has been over a year, and if you just read through the number of postponements, uh, the, the, it, it, it just does not seem to to have an end in sight. And you know, knowing that there were people, there are people who lost their loved ones, there are those who are still seeking answers. But we also know that, you know, in, in, in some of this, the most important part is closure, right? Mm-hmm. And the biggest question for me is, you know, when you have all of these delays, uh, you, you know, what do they, what do they mean uh, in, in, in this case, particularly for those who, you know, want closure, who want this process to, to come to an end? Uh, Dr. Mahabou Manamela was, you know, uh, one of those critical uh, Witnesses both during the, the arbitration process by uh, former deputy chief justice, the Khamo and now she had to come and, uh, you know, give her account uh, in, in this inquest. And, you know, one, I think that, you know, if you read the story in terms of what the, the, the lawyer had has submitted, indicating that, you know, her client was feeling dizzy or she had some spell, dizzy spell and uh, some headaches, uh, and by the time say so by 2 a.m on the day when she was supposed to 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 go and and and, and uh, present herself she had still not been, been feel, feeling better uh, i think it's it one a delaying tactic but also certainly the, the, the fact that they were also asking for a week postponement right mm. it, it, it also say something uh, and of course uh, the, the, the 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 judge refused for them to uh, have the postponement for a week only gave them a day, and hopefully, you know, uh, Dr. Manamela will come and testify uh, after the, the time that she's been given, or at least we then have to present a sick note that confirms that indeed, you know, she's unwell uh, to be able to come and present herself. But I guess, that, you know, the biggest appeal really is going to be uh, the the families continue to be grieving, they continue to be suffering with all of this unending, Uh, you know, uh, processes. I I just wish that we could come to a point where these people who are instrumental in making the decisions uh, come forth and and do the right thing. Of course, we know that, you know, one of the things that, for for instance, in Dr. Manamela's case Mm. may be worried about is that should she be found to have been uh, wrong in all of this, she may be stripped her medical license, she may not be able to, to, to practice uh, and, and that may mean a huge blow to to her livelihood. And maybe, you know, that, that is why there are all of these delayed But that should not be the matter. The matter should be about those who are affected mm. and them finding justice and closure.
0: Absolutely. Hashtag ESCOM yes. is our next uh, topic. The city of Tswane's multi-party coalition government, they are accusing ESCOM of playing dirty politics by demanding that the municipality settle a huge electricity bill?
1: So uh, isn't this an irony of ironies, uh, Asanda? If you consider that the city of Tswani decided to start a campaign, Tswaniyad Dima, where they literally were going after majority uh, government uh, departments, which they had claimed at the time that they were the biggest defaulters, of course, and a number of businesses as well. The campaign was uh, said to have been successful because they claimed that they were able to, co- to collect uh, huge sums of money, right? But we know that uh, uh, the city of Swan does not have its own capacity to produce electricity. They depend on uh, the, the, the national energy provider, which is ESCOM, uh, to provide them with power. And uh, it then interestingly shows them that while the city of Swan is collecting money, they are then not passing it on to ESCOM, right? And since January this year, ESCOM had always been putting it to uh, the city of Swan, uh, you know, or at least uh, uh, or raising the issue around non payment uh, or defaulting on payments. As I understood the reasons from ESCOM, from, uh, and as they've reiterated it on numerous occasions, is that uh, they are obliged by regulations that whenever they are going to switch off, uh, particularly you, you know, if they, when they switch off a, 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 a local municipality or a metro, metro municipality, they have an obligation to uh, inform the residents or those who are affected and that is why they would ordinarily then issue a press release, right? So the press releases that they issue or communicate that they issue, what I understand is that they are not necessarily about grandstanding or politics, as uh, the city of Tswani is claiming. But it is about notifying the residents of, of Tswani who are going to be affected by, uh, the, 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 by the, the, the power cuts, should they have I think that the city of Tswani is a cop-out from them, uh, you, you know, uh, in, instead of focusing on, uh, you know, keeping their, uh, their commitment and fulfilling their, 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 their commitment of paying uh, ESCOM. Because, if even if again, if you, even if you just look at the press releases of ESCOM, they are always details indicating that, you know, at, on this date they had met with the city, the Made a commitment to pay a certain amount, and then at a, a you know at the cut-off time, the city would have defaulted, oh. right? So they are not even just making this out of uh, you, you know arbitrary uh, arbitrary means. It is all out of following procedure, having consulted the city of Swan. In fact, I think that the city of Swan here they seem to be on the back foot, and they are finding a way of being doing uh, what politicians ordinarily do: make political statements so that they can, you know, make it as if the ESCOM C- uh, is the one that is playing dirty politics, while we know that the city of Swan is actually in the wrong.
0: A whopping 1 billion rand, still outstanding there. That's a huge amount. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, let's move overseas then On uh, as we end on this note. Hashtag Liz Russ. Uh, the Kremlin are saying that the new UK Prime Minister will bring no improvement to the UK-Russia relations, which are currently frosty.
1: Yes. So uh, the, the, the UK has uh, uh, announced its uh, a Prime Minister yesterday after she had met with the Queen, which is part of the process that uh, in, in the UK, once the, the, the political part is done where the Prime Minister is voted, the uh, the Queen uh, would then confirm. Uh, of course, then on Tuesday, this trust was confirmed as the, uh, the the new UK Prime Minister. Of course, uh, for two reasons: uh, that you know, one, she's now the the the, the, the new uh, sheriff in town, but secondly, that she was the the former uh, press uh, the, the press secretary of of, uh, of foreign secretary, which is equivalent to in South Africa, uh, foreign affairs or mm-hmm. international relations, right? Uh, she had been one of those that had, you know, been very vocal about the UK support for for Ukraine. Therefore, uh, again, in anticipation of, you know, in, in, in any uh, or whenever a new prime minister or president takes over, the, the, the one of the first public relations exercises we see is, you know, states uh, a president from different nations and states congratulating or, you know, concerning that. You know they welcome the new uh, incumbent, uh, and and they are they are going to work with them and the likes. So so this is this is not something that uh, should be frowned upon. It's it, it ordinarily expected that states would uh, you know indicate whether you know they are happy with the, with the new incumbent from a, a, a different country and what they anticipate the working relations to be. And here with Listras having had you know, indicated uh, uh, in her role as a, a foreign press secretary that she supports uh, the Ukraine. In her statement as well, uh, she uh, her first uh, speech, she did uh, re-emphasize that. Of course, when you look at the, the, the latest tweet from uh, President Joe Biden about uh, a few hours ago, you know, he had, you know, one, gone on to uh, state the support for this trust and, and emphasise the importance of the support for the people of Ukraine and supporting Ukraine against uh, against uh, uh, Russia. Of course, uh, Ukraine as well itself. You know, uh, welcoming her and stating that they, they are happy that you know she is going to follow to continue on where uh, Boris uh, uh, had had left off. And the, the Prime Minister's Twitter handle, uh, mm. you know, that message. Uh, to, to indicate that no, indeed we are supporting the people of, of Ukraine, therefore th- this fr- anticipated and expected frosty relations, uh, as, as they've been put by uh, the Kremlin uh, or the, the Russians, right, uh, is something that I guess you know when you just look at all the sentiment that has been expressed in the past 24 hours, it is something that is uh, to, to be expected. But of course we know that uh, the, the you know the Europeans are now going into winter. Uh, and we know that uh, to a great extent, a lot of them depend on Russia for gas, uh, you know, which they use for a number of things, including, you know, heating. So it's going to be quite interesting on how that balancing act works, particularly that there have been sanctions that have been po- uh, imposed uh, against Russia by uh, uh, the, the, the Western countries, including uh, the UK itself.
0: Yeah, well, interesting that when parties are not getting along, they still do follow each other and see what the other party is doing on the Kremlin (laughs) side of things. I mean, for the spokesperson to even know that the candidacy race was mainly run on competition on anti-Russian rhetoric. Uh, leading him to say what he's saying about Liz Truss is is quite interesting. When when you know they say haters watch you the closest.
1: <laughs> no 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 absolutely. But but and, and this point that you raise is, is quite an interesting one because if you remember uh, Theresa May, right? Mm. So so Theresa May, uh, it was almost literally around the Brexit, right? As well, where where you know the the she 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 was able to. Uh, or at least she got in at the time to facilitate the brexit and of course she then fought, fell on her sword uh, because things almost did not work around uh, that issue uh, right so again here it's going to be interesting because as I say you know uh, as, as more uh, british uh, you know series the pinch because of uh, the, we know that you know that there's been a reset, there's been an issue around. Uh, the cost of living they've been you know planning a, a protest there's a campaign that has been that has been uh, endorsed so, so so all of these things are affected by energy in the demand right mm. so as russia squeezes tighter it is going to be interesting to see how uh, a trust uh, uh, administration responds to it because the confidence uh, in her as a prime minister and as a leader of that nation, is also going to depend on how the, the the UK residents feel that, you know, it's just about big band politics where, you know, they want to support each other there as, you know, the US and the UK and not necessarily considering that people are feeling cold. People are getting, you know, the, because uh, gas is, is becoming a lot more expensive because of this uh, Ukraine-Russia uh, uh, conflict. And they are being affected the most. And these uh, big, you know, the big man politics continues to affect them, and uh, these leaders uh, are not uh, intervening. So it's going to be quite an interesting one to observe over time. I know that I don't want to, to, to you know, to almost put the uh, horse before the cart, yeah. uh, believing that uh, you know she will go the same way Theresa May uh, uh, did. Uh, but I'm really hoping that she will manage this better than Theresa May managed the Brexit.
0: Yeah. Well, let's mm-hmm. leave it on that note. Always great catching up with you on our Wednesdays. We appreciate your time, Lerato.
1: Thank you so much, Asanda. Good morning to you and good morning to the listeners.
0: Lerato Tsikeng is CEO of Decode Communications and social commentator, joining us on our trending news.